I have to preface this episode, guys, with the funniest moment of the entire interview, and that is that Prince Andrew... <laughs> I can't even say it. Prince Andrew never partied. I want you guys, after you listen to my podcast, to go into Google, and I want you to put in Prince Andrew partying. And I want you guys to see all of the photos that apparently will not show up of Prince Andrew not partying. So please do me that favor. Now on to the episode. Hi guys, I'm back. Can you believe the Prince Andrew episode? I am just still in shock, quite frankly. I can't believe how bad it actually turned out to be. I thought that this guy would be more educated in knowing how to, I guess, lie and hide by... Just by, and, and, and this is no disrespect to being British, but the Brits have a stiff upper lip. And I thought a lot of them do in a way. And they just have this mannerism, which I actually find to be very cool and interesting at times where they really can compose themselves and have a very interesting way of not showing emotion when needed and can appear... Um, very confident and collected and respectful. And this whole Prince Andrew interview was the complete opposite. He laughed at times, which I'll get into all of this, laughed at times, I mean, beyond poorly lied. I mean, to the point where he was acting. Like, you could tell he was completely acting so out of character and lying overboard that it was so cringeworthy and that's the only word that I could use to watch that I I literally you know almost turned into a snowball in my chair as I'm watching it because I I had to look away it was that bad the reporter was incredible I think that this woman is going to do great things um with her career she she already has I looked her up and what I respect so much about her is that she wasn't afraid to you know like hit him with the hard question and then he would do his bullshit response and then she she just nicely and respectfully would just say it again slowly and articulate it even clearer and watch for his response and you get to see by doing that how somebody you know changes and swifts around their wording, their mannerisms, and then it's interesting because I rewatched it like three, four times before even deciding to speak on this on the podcast, and I saw so many different changes. Like you know, he uh, he would always shake his head negatively about everything with with Epstein, and then once they started speaking about the victim in the photo with him, Virginia Roberts, he's shaking his head positive which is up and down like like as if you're saying yes almost unintentionally and then when he would get caught in something then it was dramatic no head side to side movements and it was just so telling because half of the time it was always so negative but the unintentional positive movements of his body when speaking about Virginia um which for those who don't know, there's a photo of Prince Andrew with his arm wrapped around Virginia Roberts, who is now suing, um, I believe the Epstein estate and going, you know, on record, um, 
with the with the high courts on all of this and is really going after these people um, and Prince Andrew being one of them. And she has this photo proof. And Prince Andrew is just adamantly shaking his head up and down while saying, you know, listening to this reporter while she's giving these accusations, which I have to say, again, are alleged. Um, but with all of that said, I mean, he is just giving away left and right that he's lying. Um, the first indication was him really fiddling in with his fingers when they first started the interview. And I find it interesting how we didn't get to see them walk in. Um, and that must have been the palace. <clears throat> it must have been the palace, you know, saying like, this is how we're going to start. This is where we're going to start. Nobody can see anything. And, and that's fine. But when you're kind of analyzing it, like I do, um, it is so telling to me um, that the first thing he starts doing is fiddling with his fingers and that we never got to see him, you know, sit down or how he sat down or where his eyes were or all these types of things. Um, and just that is telling that, you know, he's hiding something. Um, another thing that I find interesting is his his personality is different than I thought. It's more um, like goofy in a way. That's the best way to describe it. Like, he was trying so hard to be the proper British royal son. And that's not really who he is. Like, he just, it, it, it comes out of his pores that, that that's not who he is. And that's just my taking on, you know, watching him for what, what was it, an hour? Um, that he was trying so hard, almost like a like a 12-year-old boy. And I hate to use that example with all of this, but like a young kid trying so hard to act mature that's exactly what he came off to me as and while watching it I kept saying like he's gonna crack he's gonna crack in some way he's gonna crack and try to be silly and he did and he did at a point that I found to be so inappropriate my god it was when the reporter asked about you know after they went through all the denying of that he did anything and that he was um, only at the house a few times and he never saw anything and people were coming and going and he didn't know and it was like a railroad station. How was he supposed to know? You know, it could have been employees of Epstein. He, you know, he never saw anything. Epstein never told him anything. No, 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 I nothing. I was there. It was like a, a hotel for me. I stayed a few times a year, blah, blah, blah. And I'm literally giving you guys the run quick rundown because it really that's what it was. That was the beginning. It was just no, 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 no. And I will say before I get into the point where he breaks his his real fakeness was a lot of this was him <clears throat> over talking. I'll tell you that. First of all, why the hell did Queen Elizabeth okay this? Like, I am shocked beyond belief. Um, we do know that Queen Elizabeth favors Prince Andrew. It's been known that. But my God, did she regret that? And then we'll get into why I think she did what she did after. Um, I don't think he should, I, I would hate to say that she's the, uh, the queen that thinks that that's the favorite son now. Um, after all of this, I could, I would, I would bet a lot on that. But anywho, so throughout the interview, he's, you know, just saying, you know, Epstein was a friend and I was introduced to him by, you know, Maxwell, his girlfriend. And, um, we were just an acquaintance and he introduced me to, um, a lot of amazing people of different cultures and he that really benefited me and I found that to be very interesting that Andrew Prince Andrew said um, and I find it also very scary and damning for Prince Andrew that when the reporter asked Prince Andrew 
did do you still like do you regret like or not still I I'm literally getting that completely wrong she said do you regret having Epstein as your friend and and Prince Andrew at that time I mean my god his PR guy since all of this I hear left which thank god or something along those lines um, I hope he got a, new, a better one because this is like a disaster. Prince Andrew says to that um, question of, do you regret um, being friends with, with Epstein? And Prince Andrew literally looks at this woman without even a second thought and says, you know, no, I don't. And I'm like, this is a moment, Prince Andrew, where you go, yes, I do. My God, do I. You know, any normal person would go, if I knew what I knew now, I would never have even associated with this guy. I wouldn't have ever stayed at his house. It is it is my biggest regret. I feel so bad for, you know, his family, my family, what I put them through. through the, none of that. There was none of that. It was, I don't regret it. And because he helped me, you know, AKA with my business associates and meeting people. And that really showed just a lack of empathy and a lack of care for the victims, even his own family and what this has done. And I just, I have personal experience with that of dealing with someone who did something, you know, and um, just even in my family, like back in the day and, and how it trickled down to those around you and, and how deeply impactful it is. And can you imagine being in the public eye and, and his daughters, you know, like there was a moment where the reporter said, you know, you apparently were no longer speaking to Epstein, yet you invited Epstein to your daughter's 18th birthday. She's 18 years old. You know, and I'm sitting there like this guy must be thinking and, you know, and correct me with this, this, this joke, but I have to say it like in his mind, Prince Andrew's probably like, well, that's not his like preferred age. So why would it matter? Like, that's literally how he looked at this woman, you know, and he didn't say that, of course, my God, but like, that's literally how he was looking at her. Like, well, you know, why not? And then Prince Andrew says, well, uh, well, I, I, I didn't, I didn't go through Epstein. I went through Maxwell. Like, Prince Andrew had an answer for everything, had an excuse, had a way around every question where it was either not directly answered or it was kind of in a way of I'm not sure or it could have happened, not could have happened, but I could have met her, but I don't recognize her. I don't recollect. I don't remember. I was with my kids. I was buying pizza. It was so roundabout, not direct. Um, There's a couple times where she caught him. Um, when he was trying so hard to be serious and proper, um, when she asked him, when was the last time he spoke to Maxwell, who is another co-conspirator and was the madam per se, alleged madam to getting these girls, a lot of these girls for Epstein. And, you know, Prince Andrew said, um, he, he kept backdating it. Like he said, you know, in the spring, then it turned to like June, then it turned to July. And it's crazy to even think because that's not that long ago. And she's been missing and in and, and hiding for a very long time now. And so it's very, very telling that he's not very bright. He's lying and that he is still scared of those that have not been. Um, and, and this is alleged. I still believe that um, Epstein was murdered, that are, you know, I, I believe Andrew was very telling with his fear that he wasn't fearful of Epstein or the FBI. He was fearful of those in 
still involved in this ring that are watching him and that there is blackmail on this guy, Prince Andrew, and he is scared to death of it coming out. And that is what I got from this whole thing. So as I get down the line with this, um, Andrew did a terrible job of covering up anything, okay? He really was just so damning in the sense of showing that, you know, even even after he knew that Epstein was a convicted, convicted sex offender, he invites, no matter how he did, invites the guy to his daughter's, his, his flesh and blood's 18-year-old birthday party. Like, forget about the fact of, of what I said. Okay, they're 18, they're of age or whatever. You know, uh, you know, just to be safe in, in regards to, you know, um, the whole situation. I'm sure there was younger people there. You know, the girl's 18. Why the hell would you, number one, even associate with the guy that's a sex offender or have them around, you know, children? To me, they're still a child at 18. You know, they're still young. Why would you even have this guy around these young girls? You know, and that was really crazy for me to hear. I was like, my God, like you really, you really were in on this dude. And that's my own opinion. Um, and that's what I got from it because I, I, I just couldn't believe that. I didn't hear about that before. And when I heard that and the fact that Prince Andrew then confirmed and said, you know, by lying, by saying and pushing it on someone else that, oh, yeah, I, I didn't even realize that he was invited because it was through. Um, he actually didn't even say that. He said, I, I, I invited him through Maxwell or something like that. And it's like, it doesn't matter, buddy. It doesn't matter. It's still your judgment that, that you think it's okay. So that was really crazy for me. And then we get into um, the inevitable of him discussing, you know, the death of Epstein. And that was where I saw this crazy transition from him trying so hard as if he was in front of his mom the queen and he was trying so hard at as if he was like 12 years old and he was trying so hard to show the queen you know his stiff lip and his 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 proper mannerisms that he went to school for and then when the reporter asked about his feelings on Epstein's you know um apparent suicide and his lips went so tightly together like as if he was uh, I hate to say it but like happy, happy about it that he, that he died, and that it was it was like complete and it was done. And then once the reporters suggested any sort of other outcome, saying you know there's a lot of talk that it was murder, he laughed and he let out this laugh from from being so serious to, you know, <laughs> like silly almost, not even uh, a creepy acting proper British laugh, you know where. Um, and again, no offense to the Brits, but like, you know, oh, 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 you know, how could that be? You know, not even that, you know, where it was controlled and condensed. It was like a little kid, like a giggle almost. And, you know, and, and again, I, you know, he says, I, again, I cannot speak on that. And I, again, almost fell out of my chair. I'm like, this guy, I mean, left and right, you're showing that you're all over the place. You had a script. Now you're going off the script. Now you're completely showing who you really are. And you're just happy. You're showing happiness in speaking of this man's death, who you just said you didn't regret knowing because he connected you with so many amazing people. And my God, can you imagine what he means by that? 
most likely, allegedly, little children. What really got me was his acting on when the reporter asked about him being in an orgy with eight children, like eight young girls. And he's like, oh, absolutely not. Like his eyes open and his head tilted. And it was like, my God, you're like, what are you on? Like soap operas, like on General Hospital? Like, did he watch General Hospital before, you know, he went on here and was like, you know, what do these actors do when, you know, there's these dramatic moments? That's literally what he looked like. It was so over the top. Um, So that's really my feelings on everything. It, It really didn't shock me so much of him lying. I knew he was going to lie, but I really thought he would have his shit together more. I mean, this guy was a theatrical mess and he really showed that he must have gotten away with a lot of lying in his family because he was so terrible at it. Number one, number two, he also, um, just, I mean, it was silly and not, he didn't, show any sort of seriousness to this like he tried to he tried to act serious and that it was so damning to him this whole situation but he didn't show any remorse for the victims he didn't show any concern for anybody else but his own image his image not even himself but his image and just clearing the image and he really thought he did it because I remember reading after the the actual um, interview occurred I decided to read up on some of the side notes that the reporter had and she a lot of a lot of podcasts a lot of YouTube places aren't discussing this. She wrote um in there that when he walked her out uh Prince Andrew he said, you know, and next time next time, you know, we will we'll discuss about all the good work I'm doing around here. You know, as if he was so convinced that he did so great, like he did such a great job. And I I'm like, that's exactly how I take this guy. Like, he literally is in the shadows in the royal family, no offense, but he's, he's you know, not going to be king. So he's kind of like, you know, one of the royals that's just through blood and doesn't really do much. So you could tell that he's like that kid that always wants to make, I don't want to say make his mother proud, but he's in the shadows so by being in the shadows he thinks he can get away with a little bit more which so he thought and was doing allegedly but then got caught so now he needs to make mommy proud and I think that's what all of this was about very poor judgment because after this as everybody can see and I'm sure everybody has is that my god worst thing he could have ever done I mean everybody's ripping him apart you know all of his charities and a lot of the universities that he was aboard on dropped his ass and then of course he had to make a statement and say that Queen Elizabeth um said uh excuse me Queen Elizabeth you know officially said that you know his he's he can't his duties his royal duties are done you know he's no longer gonna have those duties Yet, you know, Prince Andrew put it in the wording of I went and asked, you know, my my mother, the queen and and yada, 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 which we all know was not the freaking, you know, situation. It was more of Queen Elizabeth breaking his little, you know, um, adolescent door down, which he probably still has up in his in his house and and, you know, put him put him over her knee and spanked his ass and said, you stupid little shit. Um, worst thing ever. And you're done. <laughs> so that's my take on what happened. Um, I think through this. Um, it's only going to benefit the victims. Uh, I do believe uh, Virginia Roberts is going to come out with a statement. She has said, or her lawyers have said that she wants to review 
you know, with her lawyers first before she responds, but she will be responding. So once she does, I will do a review on that and what she says. I find her strength to be incredible, inspirational, and um, I can't even imagine how hard it is think about it these guys are like the most powerful guys in the world okay and she is going up against them to even say it to to an attorney must be difficult but then to then go publicly on the royals she is still and and that's another thing she's going after Dershowitz who she alleges was also a man that she was trafficked to and Dershowitz was the guy who got Jeffrey Epstein his sweetheart deal was his lawyer so it's like th- these guys were literally tossing these women around and Virginia is so vocal about it and so strong and and I really commend her I really truly do um it breaks my heart sometimes when I listen to the things that she had to deal with um and and all the other women as well and the ones that are coming out I can't even believe um and it's so sick to think that you know these girls were young like we forget um as adults you know how we thought at that age and and where our headspace was and if someone was saying do you want to go to my island and play or or just go and relax we take their word as gold and we think that we can trust them so if you're listening this podcast and you're younger please understand that if someone is offering something like that, you know, and and they are friends with your parents and you've known them a long time, don't trust them, okay? Don't, I'm not saying that they're all wrong and that they're all Jeffrey Epstein's and they're all pedophiles, but run it by your parents. My father used to always say that to me, you know, um, he used to say to me, no matter what happens, if someone did something to you and they threaten you, you can tell me I will never be mad at you. And that's something that is so important for kids to understand. No one's going to be mad at you, okay? The good people will not be mad at you. Your parents that love you will not be mad at you. Even if you just ask and question it, even if it, even if your parents say to you that they trust this person, they, you know, you can go to their house, even then, if something doesn't feel right to you, if something just seems off, or even if it doesn't, I think that's the, the, the best time to run it by your parents. Um, or tell somebody, just tell somebody. Um, even if you don't have a parent, run it by somebody else, run it by somebody, somebody else's parent, you know, because a lot of the times, Epstein allegedly went after girls that had nobody, and the vulnerable, and that is just makes it even more sick. So I hope that message gets across in this podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, if any of you are listening and want to participate in my giveaway, please, I will attach to this podcast again, how to enter it, how to get involved in it. And it's something fun for those that listen a lot. And I love you guys. And thanks so much for listening. And I'll be back before you know it. It's giveaway time here at LeashCast, guys. I want to give back to all my loyal listeners. Your support has been incredible in this first few months of podcasting. It's absolutely unbelievable. And I want to do something special. So to enter the giveaway, this is what you need to do. You need to like me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To enter, you need to, under my post that will say giveaway, you need to like and comment under the post that says giveaway on Instagram. When you comment, you need to do this. You need to write, I listened to the giveaway and I shared whichever episode you like. 
okay? So whichever one you like on LeashCast, share it. Say which one you shared and say how many times you've shared it. And I will be looking for those who have shared the most. And I will announce those winners on Christmas Eve. So we have a little bit of time and I hope you guys enjoy LeashCast. I love you guys and here's to an amazing new year. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on board and I'll be back before you know it.